You're listening to the show with Sam and Joe. This is episode eight for July 17th, 2014. This week, we talk about Ouija boards and horror games, music blogs, old people, and living without the internet. Imagine that. So stick around for this spooktacular version of... Oh my god, the (laughs) show! show. (laughs) You loved it. (laughs) Okay, I'm ready. Hey, me too. One, two, three, clap. Perfect. We're almost perfectly in sync this week. Oh my god. Oh my god. We should leave the clap test in. Should we? Sure, why not? Hey guys, we do the clap test every time. <laughs> we t- every week, we test ourselves for clap. We do, so make sure this week. You gotta make sure. Go go to your <laughs> STI clinic and get tested for the clap because Joe and I do every week. So do they call it S? Is it officially like STI now instead of I don't STD? Know. Well, well, I, I think or I get, oh well, I don't know. It's different, right? One's infection and one is disease. Is it different? I, I don't know. Because like when I was growing up in sex ed in high school, I I think at least from what I felt, they were just starting to like use the term STI instead of the term right. STD. But like. I don't know. I use them interchangeably, which I probably shouldn't. I'm probably totally wrong. We're offending someone weekly <laughs> That's here offensive. on the show. <laughs> we should just call it You're Offended, the show. You're Sam Offended. We probably should because there are so <laughs> many Sam and Joes out there who are making shows. Have oh, you noticed? Oh, yes, I have. And when we were trying to figure out a fucking name, there it's it seemed like there was no one. And then, of course, when we start the podcast and we mm-hmm. like make it public, 600 just pop up out of the fucking wo- woodwork. And I'm like, girl. But we're <laughs> the most popular, so it doesn't ma- they don't matter. Mm, hair flip. Sorry about it. <laughs> no, they're all, we're all slightly different, so I think it's okay. Yeah, and, and we like we don't have the same exact name, and so it's it's just like there's a lot of different people named Sam and Joe that are doing podcasts together. Like like why why did we even think that our names weren't completely generic? Like, I don't know. Like, we have bound to happen. We have the most basic names ever. <laughs> so true. <laughs> like, ugh, god damn it. Well, anyway, since we're since we're already rolling and everyone knows about the clap, how uh, how was your Japanese adventure in San Francisco the past weekend? Yeah, um, this past week was like Japan Week. Yes, which is so, different than um, Japan Summit. Right, the J-pop Summit is this coming weekend, and okay, I think part of the week. Oh, and then there's the Japanese Film Festival is that week as oh, well. Wow, girl! I know. I'm. <laughs> I have, and I have things to do at every single one of them. So yes. I'm, I'm really excited. I'm really jealous, to be honest. Yeah, like, that sounds so much fun. It's amazing. Um, oh, did you see? I saw. Oh, before I tell you about what all I did there, mm-hmm. did you see? I saw all three versions of Kiari's new CD. I did. Didn't you take a picture and put it on your blog? I did. Yeah, I was oh like, my God. I know it was just so emotional. I, I would. My heart would be <laughs> racing. The thing about Kiari, which is just very interesting, is that like all of her albums and all of her singles and all of her like deluxe promo editions, all of the um, photography is like so different from each other yeah it's, yeah, it's very like they it's don't, very chaotic, but it's yeah they it don't has, like relate no that of. makes no fucking sense but i think mm-hmm. that makes her like yeah chaotic at the end of the day of course they were all like 50 dollars and up so God. i just i touched them all and then i floated away <laughs> on a rainbow <laughs> like a little gay <laughs> um i wonder are, are they that expensive in japan or is that just like an import fee thing 
I feel like this bookstore is ridiculously overpriced. And is this the like, same one that you saw, like the all the perfume stuff? And- yeah, yeah. Someone snatched up that um, limited edition perfume clips. Wasn't that like ninety bucks or something? It was something like that. It was Jesus. crazy. But someone, someone came. Some hardcore perfume fan came and got it. Well, I mean. I can't go like touch it every time I'm there anymore. <laughs> can't caress it. I would just hands. like walk in and <laughs> lay my hands on it. Say a little prayer. Drift away. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why we're so obsessed with J-pop over the past year. We all, like, oh, oh, I knew we were going to do this. I know we were, we're it was bound to happen. Because, <laughs> we're like, gonna, we'll save, um, oh, go on. What were you going to say? Oh, I was just going to say that uh, we, it's just both it of us at the same you. time. It just happened and it was bound to happen. But we have perfume mm-hmm. news, but we're going to save it till the end because we we'll can go save on, and on and on. So we don't kill it. you. <laughs> we should rename the podcast You're Offended, also J-Pop Every Week with Sam and Joe. Because, but like, that's, that's and the it's like the this. same like four J-Pop artists. Yeah, we, don't even, we don't else. even differentiate at all. That's the beauty of, the, of this podcast, though, is that, you know, we're <laughs> talking about what we think is interesting to us in this moment. And that's literally it. So sorry about it. But anyways. Oh, yeah. So this past week was the culture festival. And I went to um, the big ending of it. So I got to see a whole bunch of like Japanese traditional dance. And then I saw um, some Ikebana, which is the I probably mispronounced that, which (laughs) is the flower arranging. Oh, I've seen stuff about that. Yeah, and that was really interesting because um, I don't know. It's like there was this this lady who had done it for years. She had trained apparently for like years and years and years, wow. like her whole life. And she was she would do these arrangements in just like five minutes. And Jesus, and it was crazy. Um, but then I also at one point I got dragged into a calligraphy class. <laughs> So it wasn't by it wasn't by choice. I <laughs> literally still am, I don't exactly know how it happened. Um, I was trying to take some different pictures of the dancing, mm-hmm. and I was I walked to the to the other side of the plaza, and someone who worked at the festival just like came up to me, and um, he started talking, and his English wasn't very good, and I guess I was just like nodding and agreeing or something. <laughs> Yes. And then he just like took me by the arm and led me into like this really small room, <laughs> which <laughs> sounds creepy. <laughs> you're ready to die. <laughs> I was R. <laughs> but um, there was a guy in there who was teaching calligraphy and a lady sat me down at a table. She gave me a brush and one of the ink stones and Ooh. got me started. And, and so I spent like an hour writing so were you writing in like in like characters and like kanji yeah it was all kanji okay yeah um it was difficult (laughs) yeah it was like mine was so bad but i mean everyone's was? was bad yeah um one was arigato and the other one was patience i don't remember how to say patience i just know that's that's the one i had to write the most and arigato it was a it was a disaster. But it was fun. I was <laughs> did like, you get to keep it? Yeah, I kept it. Oh, yeah, that's a cool memory. Yeah, um, but it was really like. Wait, have you ever seen Lost in Translation? Um, yes, a long time ago. It's like, it comes up on like TBS or something on cable, and I always oh, really? catch little parts of it. 
Yeah. That is one of my favorite movies. Oh, I love really? It so much. Yeah. Um, the soundtrack, I really like too. Oh, I never really paid attention to the soundtrack. Yeah. Like the instrumental ones. Oh. Yeah. Are really good. But it was like that part where Scarlett Johansson is someone just like takes her to do flower arranging and then oh. she just like awkwardly does it for a while. And then, <laughs> because why not? And then she just wanders out. Now, and that's how I left. I just wandered out. I'm just imagining you like with Scarlett Johansson's hair, like you scalped her and you stole her weave and you're just pretending you're Scarlett Johansson in that movie. I wish, I wish I were. <laughs> Doesn't she wear a pink wig in that movie some, at some so. point? I think so. I think I vaguely remember. I've I've only seen it in full once, and so I... I, I think re- there's a karaoke part where she's wearing a pink wig. Oh, yeah. Oh, I've got that. Yeah, I've got that one pink... Wait, is that wig pink? I think I so. Haven't, I haven't been at home in two and a half months to see my wig collection. Oh, my God. <laughs> How many wigs do you have? Um, two, three, four... <laughs> Probably three or only three or four. Well, you have your pink wig and you have your Laura Croft wig. And Laura Croft and Barbara Robertson are the same wig. Ah, well, now you know, folks. And then I've also got a blonde wig that I don't think anyone's ever seen. Wait, I I could have sworn you've sent me Snapchats of you in that wig. Oh, I'm sure you have probably seen it (laughs) for sure. (laughs) But the public has not. It's under wraps. I don't think I've ever made a video in it. Yeah, it's okay. They don't need to. They don't need to see it. No, they don't. You gotta gotta keep it on the hush hush. But but yeah, it was a it was such a fun time. And then this upcoming weekend, I'll be there for the J-pop festival, and then I'm going to a screening a week from. What's today? Tuesday. Well, we're recording, we're recording this, on this on Tuesday. Tuesday. Yeah, um, a week from tomorrow, I'll be at a film screening there too for wow. a. Yeah, for some anime movie. Ooh, I think it's called Garden of Words. Ooh, yeah. Is so it like? Should be fun. Do you know if if the, so? How many movies are you going to see at the at the movie festival in a week? That's the only one I'll be seeing at the festival. Oh, okay. Yeah, um, because. I had a lot of, most of the ones I really wanted to see, I had work conflicts, mm. like I couldn't go. So that one is, I think, later at night. I think it's like nine or so. Oh, okay. So I was like, well, I mean, I'm usually in bed by 10. but <laughs> Girl, same. I've been going to bed so early the past few mm-hmm. weeks because I'm just like, I've had it. I'm over um. it. But How have you been? What's been going on? I'm I've been really well. I've been um working with dementia patients. I don't I've probably mentioned this before. I mm-hmm. I'm implementing a music therapy program in three little nursing homes in a town next to me. And um we did a little test pilot program. And essentially what it is is we ask these nursing homes like, "Hey, are you interested?" and these three are. And I said, "Well, find three patients that you think would benefit from a an iPod that had about an hour of music that was tailored to their childhood. And they're like, okay, so they find me three patients and then I give them kind of an evaluation form and they send me back with the type of music that they think, um, and sometimes they even interview the families, the, the music that they think that the patient would enjoy that they kind of grew up on and et cetera. And then I, you know, put it all on the little, their little iPod shuffles with the little clip and so they can't really mess with them. And I delivered them back. And we just did a little test program where each of the um, nursing homes picked about three patients each um, just to see how it went. We didn't have that much money in our little in our little trust fund to do this. 
And um, I just got the results back a couple days ago, about a week ago. And um, it's going really, really, really well. And they're seeing a huge improvement in patient well-being and um, just quality of life in general. Like, they are really, really loving this music. And I'm not surprised because um, I've, what know, are... I'm a music person. Yeah, that's really good. Yeah, I'm. it's fun. It's exciting. What are uh, some of the songs? Well, I mean... Do you okay, remember so any of them? <laughs> I can bring it up in iTunes because I have the list with me, but Will I... Will it even be anything I've even heard of? Well, no, well, there was some... Well, what's interesting is a lot of the patients that they chose are, you know, like 70s to 80s. Um, and like, not like the realm, but like 70-year-old to 80-year-old. Right. And a lot of them aren't very vocal anymore. They've lost speech. A lot of them have kind of like mental problems, you know, like dementia, Alzheimer's, right. etc. But there was lots of Elvis. People love oh, that Elvis. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. And it's cool for me because, I mean, I know a little bit about music, but like, A, okay, if, if you think you know everything about music, you're wrong. Um, and you need to embrace the fact that you are ignorant about things and ask people for advice with music and musical tastes because I, <laughs> A, I can't stand people who think that, who are music snobs. I'm like, stop it. Um, but B, there's Don't so much music. Don't you hate music blogs? Ugh, yes. I could like, talk about fucking music blogs I forever. hate saying that because I have some friends who are music bloggers, but, mm-hmm. oh God, I hate music blogs. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I, there's music blogs that like, well, there's, I, yeah, there's preachy music blogs, and then there's funny music blogs. Yeah, I like the funnier uh, music blogs. I like the funny ones. It depends on how... I like bloggers that don't take everything so fucking seriously, but there are, some are just, ugh, like, rolling yeah. my eyes, you know? Because they're... As soon as you become a music blogger, you get this kind of sense of entitlement, and you're like, oh, well, like, all of my musical tastes are better than everyone else's musical tastes, and I know, like, so much more about music than you do, where in all actuality, you just have your own personalized taste, as everyone else does, and you're just being more vocal about it. That doesn't make you any more on a high horse or on a fucking pedestal, just because you have a blog. And I think... I think I like the ones that present it as their opinions on things. Yes. There are those people. And then there are the people who present it as like, this is bad music or this yes. is good music. And exactly. Exactly. It's just like, wh- why? Yeah. Why? <laughs> <laughs> who? Who are there's, you to say this? <laughs> exactly. There's a lot of like really, um, there's a lot of music out there and you'll never be able to listen to it all. And it like, you just need to, it, like, obviously, you're going to have your own personal tastes, but you got to be open. You got to open your ears. But let's see. So I opened up my my iTunes library for this this nursing home gig, and I have a lot of, like, old talk radio from, like, 1945. Oh, that's cool. Which is really interesting because usually you think of, like, well, like, that's so weird. But there's these freebie sites that have recorded, like, these little talk show radio things from... Is it like archive.org? Well, it's 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 a lot like that. Um, but it's I think throughout time they lost their copyright because they're so fucking old or something and so they can yeah. post these online for free. But someone legitimately took an AM radio and like plugged it in and recorded it onto some sort of like 8-track or tape or some coal-powered, I don't know what the fuck. Mm-hmm. And, and it has like it has it with all the commercials and the whole thing and it's just really interesting. Because I was listening to it to to one of these talk show radio or talk radio shows, 
and they had a commercial and it was a cigarette commercial on the radio. And I was like, what is this? And this fucking commercial for, it was probably Camel or something else. I, I don't really know. It lasted like six whole minutes. They were talking about Camel cigarettes. And I was like, hey, you can't talk about cigarettes on the radio anymore. Can you? I don't know. I, I You don't see the ads in like magazines much anymore. Yeah. And like it's so weird. The fashion magazines, that. they only have. um Oh, what's that Native American brand? Is that racist? That's no, not racist because they're called they're called they're native. There's like an Indian or Native American on the cover. <laughs> uh, let me see if I can. Find <laughs> I'm pretty it. sure you can call them Indians again. By the way, is is that a thing? I don't. I, I don't think. Know. So. Well, I don't okay. Know. I think that's a thing because I got a dream catcher in the mail. Oh, like a school sent me a dream catcher, a Native American school, and the school was called like Indian something something Indian school. Oh. And it wasn't like India. It was like Native American. Native American Indians. And so I was like, well, I, so I think. <laughs> I guess uh, this is it. <laughs> let's see. What are those uh, cigarettes called? They're called spirits, right? Spirits. Nat- yeah, and, 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 the, yeah. and the full title is called Native American Spirit. And it has a picture oh, well, there of, you of like a Chief yeah. Powhatan on the front with like the headdress and whatever. Um, but yeah, I, I haven't seen or heard any cigarette commercials. I don't think ever. In my life. Well, maybe when I was re- really little. Yeah, I, I don't might be remember. too young. But anyway, so there's there's like talk radio and I have too some young. Dolly Parton. Did you say? Uh, mm, too <laughs> young. Now in iTunes the... and Amazon. <laughs> you got it. Uh, we have this joke every time someone says too young in our friend group. Joe pops in out of nowhere and says, now the in iTunes single and Amazon. The hit single by Justin Birdsong, now on iTunes and Amazon.com. <laughs> Let it be known the too young, and we talked about this in our music uh, episode. Let it be known that too young is your favorite and my favorite mm-hmm. song that we've done. But yeah, anyways, so, so we I have some Dolly Parton. You should slip that on there. I should. Oh, my God. They'd be watch like, them. Watch them like convulse <laughs> on the floor. <laughs> it's like having a seance. It's the same thing, right? Um, yeah, I, I have a lot of old music on here, but some of them are, are younger. They just are um, just disabled. And so I have some um, like some Tammy Wynette and Stevie Ray Vaughan and Stevie Nicks and Fleetwood Mac and no so, Hannah Montana. No Hannah Montana. Unfortunately, oh. I need to put um, Hillary Duff's album on on one of these playlists. Her dignity album. Dignity. Yes. Well, all of them. Let's <laughs> be honest. <laughs> speaking speaking of albums, um, we were. I, I tweeted you something, or you tweeted something about uh, Heidi Montag and um, the best album ever. You mean? <laughs> I think that's what you fucking meant. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how we started this, but Joe and I were tweeting back and forth on Twitter, and I like we were. T- you were talking about like coasters or something, and every time you mentioned coasters, oh, and then you said something about. I said, "Why not oh, use firewood?" No, yes, it's firewood. Firewood. Yeah, for whatever reason, my work was giving out free firewood the other day. How was that legal? Well, I don't, I don't, well, for one, it's the middle of fucking summer, too. <laughs> and you're living and in I a city. Like, yeah, I was like, I have not seen a fireplace here. <laughs> um, but we got this mass email at work that was like, hey, there's free firewood by the door if you want to take some home. And I was so like, odd. No. <laughs> no? <laughs> but anyway, I tweeted about it and you said, oh, Heidi Montag's album is there? <laughs> <laughs> yep, that was it. And I said, um... 
excuse you, that album deserved like 20 Grammys. <laughs> I, I don't even know if I've I've heard her. I, okay, A, I didn't even know that she had an entire album. I just Hold thought... Hold on, I can tell you the good, the good songs from the album. Well, the only song that I had off the album was No More, because that song That's was a, a song. fucking jam. Yeah. And for the album art, I have that picture of her on the steps crying. Like, yep. It was it was amazing, but I I um, had no idea. But yeah, anyway, so tell me, tell me about she's the album. got one called Body Language. I'm pretty sure she sung it at like one of the Miss Universe competitions. Quote sung end quote. Yeah, quote sung. Okay. <laughs> um, I mean, you can only expect so much mm-hmm. from her. <laughs> um, oh, she's got one called Look How I'm Doing. Okay, it's amazing. Those are actually the only three I have, but oh okay, they're all really good. Let me let me see if I can find what what's the album called? I don't know. Okay. Um but was it wait. No, it wasn't body language. What's hold on. I've got iTunes up. Yeah, I'm trying to find it hey. on Wikipedia. Montag. People love hearing us Google things. Oh, I know. <laughs> oh, right? it, it was called superficial. Oh, yep. 2010 <laughs> superficial. <laughs> Oh my god, the fuck the fucking album artwork is like her in front of a little looks like she's in front of a, a pink washing machine. It does. I think it's <laughs> supposed to be like a camera lens, maybe. Mm, well, yeah, superficial. But it does definitely look like a it looks like a washing machine for oh, sure. God, throw her in. Oh, um, I was gonna tell you. Yes. You were talking about um listening to all those old commercials and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, part of my job is, and I mentioned archive.org. Yes. I pretty much all I do all day, or one of my main jobs is I do the B-roll for a lot of videos. That B-roll. And we have to get like, you know, public domain stuff. Yes. So I spend like five days out of the week, eight hours a day going through like old footage from the... I don't know when was cameras and when were cameras invented from then until like the 1970s. Jesus Christ. And it is so bizarre. There's this one that I, I try to use that in almost every video. Cause it's just so hilarious. Like we don't <laughs> use, we don't use the audio. Yeah. Um, but it's called, I think it's called consuming women. That doesn't sound good. These are, <laughs> it is, these are the worst videos ever. Like you look at these and you're like, I cannot believe people made these or were thinking this. But this one is about how women are just like everyone else. And it's like, <laughs> oh my God, even I, I can have a job as a secretary. <laughs> I literally just typed in quote, consuming women, end quote. The first result is for the archive.org. Yes, um, it is so funny. It is hilarious. I'm just and there's looking another at the, one at the thumbnails. Like mm-hmm. what? There's one part where they're like, and she can be moderately good at sports as well. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just all of these like super obvious oh, things. Like, God. It's crazy. The sexism it's just, is real. Oh my God. And I, there's this other video that I always, that always comes up in my searches. That's like jobs for men and jobs for women. <sighs> and for the women, it's like, you can work in an office. As a secretary. <laughs> <laughs> mm, gender roles. 
Who it fucking so knew? Bad. It is so awful. Well, I'm glad that it's like preserved in the internet in archive.org. So like you can't get it removed. <laughs> like we, this will always be a stain on our society because um, like, holy shit. <laughs> like, I've seen a whole lot of cigarette commercials too. Because, yeah. Um, we, we've done a couple of videos where out of needed shots of people smoking or something, mm-hmm. but oh my God, the cigarette commercials the old cigarette commercials are crazy outrageous well i think wasn't the whole start of like the cigarette commercial ban because camel cigarettes don't quote me on this i'm probably completely wrong didn't camel cigarettes have like a cartoon camel and it like yeah was kind of geared camel. toward yeah joe camel he was geared towards children like allegedly yeah like i mean i think that was a big part of it yeah they were Oof. like it's a cartoon. Kids like cartoons. Therefore. Therefore. Smoke it up. You Smoke it up, kids. Smoke, smoke it up, kids. <laughs> I'm just like, I'm so un- unfamiliar with cigarette commercials because, A, I'm really young. B, I just don't smoke. And so I'm like, I don't, I don't know what this is. But I need to... Yeah, I don't think they show them anymore. I don't... I haven't I seen any. I guess they're not allowed to. At least in the US. Yeah. But I don't know about any, any other countries. Oh, yeah. They may be elsewhere. I don't know. I'm not totally sure. But anyways, mm. so your uh, what a tangent we went off of. Um, so your your calligraphy writing was fun. You said, "Oh yeah, it was good." And so what else? What else did you do that day? Was like the main highlight the calligraphy, or did you do anything else? Um, they had stuff all day from like noon to six or seven. Oh, okay, I I only got to stay until about three or four. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I just I saw the dancing. I did the calligraphy. I went to the Ikebana. Oh, I saw Taiko drumming. Oh, I love taiko drums. It was awesome. I took some video. Yeah. Hopefully I can put it somewhere. <laughs> somewhere eventually. Who knows? <laughs> somewhere maybe eventually. <laughs> but it was cool. I mean, that, it was a good day. That sounds fun. Yeah. Um, And so I know that there, there's J-Pop Music Summit and then there's the film festival. And right. Kyari Pamu Pamu is not going to be a J-Pop Summit this year, but her clothes are. Her clothes will be there. So yeah. you need to get because what I I I initially thought the J-pop summit was last weekend when you were when you had wrote, wrote your blog post and stuff like that. Right. And I, I was asking myself, I was like, Joe, how did you not take any pictures of Caddy's clothes? But then you explained to no. me that oh no, it's it's split up yeah. into like a few weeks. Um, you my have best to. friend is yeah, my best friend is flying into town tomorrow. Oh, Arkansas. yeah. And she's going to I'm making her go to it with me. The J-pop Ooh, festival from Arkansas. And then we're also from Arkansas. That'll be culture. Shock. She's going to she's going to fucking hate it. She already <laughs> doesn't like J-pop and stuff where <laughs> she's relatively indifferent, but yeah. I'm sure she'll enjoy the bright colors. We're going to um, I think I told you they're having a screening of just like 40 minutes worth of J-pop music videos. Oh, my God. Like in a movie theater. <gasps> And I'm going to that, and they're supposed to be showing perfume music videos and Kiati. Mm-hmm. So that should be fun to see them on the big screen. Oh, that'll be so much fun. Yeah. Hopefully it won't be in fucking 360p like Warner <laughs> Brothers Japan puts on their goddamn YouTube channel. They <laughs> like don't know they what HD upload. is. They're the worst. God. Oh, we got a um, 4K TV at work. What? And my first thought was, I gotta watch that perfume music video. <laughs> Display. <laughs> Perfume, if you don't know, I'll, uh, uh, hashtag if you don't know, because J-pop, um, Perfume put out a music video for, was it Panasonic or was it Sony or 
I don't one of the two. It was it was for a a, for a, a, a electronics company. Yeah, for a TV. It was essentially a song. They made a song for commercial. That's how Japan works. And it was called Display, LOL. And they released the music video in 4K. And I downloaded the 4K video because Joe was like, I don't know. I can't download a 4K file on my Chromebook. And I was like, I understand. So I Dropboxed <laughs> it to him. And it is like, I have never seen J-pop legs in that crystal clear of an image. I, You know, I don't. I, I think we've gone too far. <laughs> <laughs> well, I remember when when YouTube was just starting to implement 720p and 1080p. You mm-hmm. were not about it. I was very against it. You were like, like people are going to be able to crawl inside it. my pores, but and they can. Like, well, my camera is not that good. I still don't use a DSLR. Mm-hmm. Like, I kind of refuse to. I record in 1080p, mm-hmm. but I don't use the DSLR. Yeah. Um, but. Yeah, it's just, it's, like, you can, when you can zoom in that much on somebody, Mm -hmm. like, you can't even see them that close in person. In person. And I just think it's inappropriate. Yeah, you're just like, (laughs) There doesn't need to be that, yeah. I I don't understand why it's necessary. I know. We need to go back to 640 by 480. Mm Mm-hmm. We need to go back to one, (laughs) wait, what is the 101? 144p. 144p. (laughs) Like that's it, all I want, and it's just like the crackly audio in the background. It sounds like you're on like a DSL modem <laughs> or something, and you're like, "What?" Those were the days. Those were the days when you had to wait when you couldn't talk on the phone and be on nope. the internet at the same time. Mm-mm. I'm like just old enough for that to like even be a thing, which is so sad. But like me and growing up, me and my sister had our own phone line. Oh, fancy! Yeah, we were we were fancy, oh but my God. um. We would race home, like race in the door, because it was like whoever dialed up in their room before the other. <laughs> it sounds like got drugs. to get on the internet. Dial up. <laughs> you want to dial up, and then the other one would just have to not be on the internet. Oh my god! Imagine mm-hmm. like not being on the internet. I know. I mean, I, mean, I, I could. It's horrible, but like not forever. But just like it's so interesting how back in the day you could only have one computer on your line at the same time. And now we have all of our computers in the family, plus our tablets, plus our smartphones, all connected to the internet at the same time. But you know what pisses me off? Like, I I still think, you know, there are places in the world where you can't get on the internet. I know. North Korea. I think that it should be... Like it's it's 2014. The internet should be around us all the time, 24 seven, free. Yeah, like it's just it's just a thing now that it, people the, need. The thing is, and this is happening in in the U.S. right now with these net neutrality rulings. Is essentially we've been treating, or at least the citizens of the U.S. and the citizens of the world, to be honest, have been treating the internet as a utility. It's it's essential. It's a basic human need, pretty much, along with water, sewer, and power. And the problem is that there's so much money in the internet. There's so much money with cable monopolies and duopolies in the U.S. right now that all of these cable companies are lobbying up in Congress and they're like, hey, we don't want to subsidize the internet and make it easily and readily available to everyone um, and up our infrastructure and make it faster because, A, it costs us money, and B, fuck you. And so this whole net neutrality ruling has been going on for the past couple months and years, honestly. It's just starting to bubble up. But hopefully it ends up 
You know, we, I would love to end up in an era where we have free open internet that is fucking fast because goddamn, ever since the internet was invented, like things, more things have been invented and more everything has happened. It just like speeds up everything as a society. And I'm just like, girl, yeah, get with it. But yeah, there are we places without, without internet. There are places in Montana without internet. Like you can't like sell service. Like there are places here. You get up in the mountains yeah. and you're gone. You don't exist. There's some places like that. Well, probably in every state, but yeah. I haven't experienced them here because I haven't left San Francisco <laughs> in the, since I've been here. Well, I, I speaking, speaking of San Francisco, we, um, in our last podcast, you talked about that Chinese woman that you had no idea where she lived and that she mm-hmm. was just barging in on your apartment. Did you ever find out anything about her? I'm almost positive she lives upstairs. Okay. Like she lives in here, and I don't know if she rents from the same person or what the situation is or why she was cleaning the kitchen. (laughs) But she just like apparated there. (laughs) She just apparated, and (laughs) I don't know. This It's just one fucking weird thing after another. God. If you you don't like become a ghost or something weird happens like i'm gonna be so surprised speaking of ghosts wow what a good segue sam hey Thank you. i know okay. you too well i know you already <laughs> always want to fucking talk about ghosts you piece of shit it is my number one well maybe not my favorite subject but it's one, of, one them. of them um you know i am i am obsessed with east asian horror movies oh yes um, well, I haven't got to watch a whole lot since I've been here, mm-hmm. uh, just because something always comes up on the weekend or I'm too tired. But the past couple weekends, I've been catching up with my list, and I watched two different Korean ones. Mm-hmm. Let me see what they were called. Like They were called Real Horror Stories 1 and 2, I think. Okay. Or or Real Scary Stories. It was a really generic name, so yeah. I don't remember it. But um, in the second one, what they were is they were collections of scary stories. So each movie had like four different scary situations in it. Ooh. Four different scary stories. And um, one of them had this thing called the elevator game. Ooh. It was in the second movie, which wasn't as good as the first. I don't really recommend it, but it was interesting anyway. Mm-hmm. And, um, oh, did you hear that? <laughs> That's the ghost. That's the ghost. <laughs> It's making dinner. <laughs> Dropping anyway, pans. Yeah. It's this game that was apparently created in South Korea. I don't know how well known it is there, mm. apparently well enough to be in this movie. Um, but you go in an elevator and mm-hmm. there's all of these different, you have to go to all these different floors. And uh, like, so you get in the elevator on the first floor alone you have to be alone oh god you go to the fourth floor you don't get out then you go to the second floor then you the sixth and then the tenth and then the fifth and on the fifth floor a girl is supposed to come into the elevator oh my god and you're not supposed to look at her like you can't acknowledge her or something oh my god or talk to her or anything and she's apparently like in wherever this originated from it just says she's not a human Okay. Um, then you press one, but <laughs> press instead one of to talk to the elevator, <laughs> <laughs> then it, but instead of it going back down, it will start going to the tenth floor. 
Oh. And then when you get off on the 10th floor, you're supposed to, the girl, will spo- she's supposed to ask, where are you going? But you don't answer her. And then um, you get off and you're like in this other realm, or this other what? world or something. Yeah. <laughs> Who knew elevators could take you to places that weren't and, in the real world? In the movie, like, it, there's not much known in all of the sites and translations online and stuff, like, what exactly the world is. It's just supposed to be, like, identical to our world, kind of, except empty. Ooh. And really creepy, and the sky's, like, red or something, I've read. Hey! Yeah. Um, but there's all of these weird ways to get back. Some of them involve, like, if you... If you mess up one way, you have to, like, wait a certain amount of time to do something else. And in the movie, they had made it so, like, he had to jump off this balcony. And then he had to, like, drink his own pee or something. And, like, stab himself in the eyes. And, like... (laughs) Jesus Christ! And when he got to the other world... I'm doing a super awful job at explaining this, P.S. But, um... The other world... It wasn't uninhabited. Like, there were... It was, like, these demons there. (gasps) And they were trying to prevent him from leaving. Oh my god! Um, but it was it was interesting. And it ever since, I love stuff like this. Like I want to. I don't know of any buildings with that I can just walk into that have at least ten floors. Mm-hmm. But ever since, I that, really want to try. That it. reminds me of there was this like older show on the Disney Channel when I was little called So Weird. Yeah. Do you remember So Weird? Yeah, I didn't have Disney Channel when I was little, but I remember, like, parts of it. Yeah. It's in my memory yeah. somewhere. It had it had to do with, like, paranormal stuff and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I, like, lived for it. I loved it when I was a kid. Um, have you heard of, what is it called, the Midnight Game? No. What's that? OMG. Do you play okay. it at Midnight? You do play it at midnight. <laughs> oh my god, who knew? I haven't read too much into it. This one actually, like, I would probably not do because people have talked about their experiences playing it online. Mm-hmm. And they have not been good, I guess. Some people oh, have no. Had, they claim things have happened to them. I don't know if I believe that. but um, Well, what is it? You, like, light a candle at night and then write it. As it's midnight, you knock on your door 22 times, I think. I don't remember why it's 22 or if it is 22, but the 22nd knock has to come right at midnight, the stroke of midnight, I mm-hmm. think. And then you turn out all the lights in your house. Mm-hmm. And then I think the game lasts until 3 a.m. I want to say 3 a.m. It might be later. And what it is, is the midnight, you've invited the midnight man into your house oh that sounds like a child predator and he chases you around the house and you know he's close like if your candle goes out you have to light it immediately what because it means he's near and like people have had experiences where they will say like they've seen him and things are supposed to happen if you lose oh no you have nightmares or all of these awful things ugh Oh, wait, here we go. I just found some directions. Ooh. Write your full name, 
first, middle, and last on a piece of paper and put at least one drop of blood on the paper. This is fucking serious. (laughs) You're shedding blood for this. (laughs) Turn off all the lights in your house. Go to the door. Place the paper with your name in front of the door. Take a candle and light it. Place the candle on top of the paper with your name. Knock on your door 22 times. Uh, it says the hour must be 12 a.m. Play 22 by Taylor Swift. And then... <laughs> 22. And then, and then Satan will appear. <laughs> A.K.A. Taylor Swift will appear. Taylor Swift will appear. Um, then you're supposed to open your door, blow out the candle, close the door, and it says you've allowed the midnight man into your home. And then you're supposed to immediately relight your candle. It sounds like a secret cheat code to hell. It does, doesn't it? It's like, press up, then down, then start, then A, B, then start again, then shed some blood, and then slaughter a lamb, open your door twice, shut it again, and then there you go. It says, um, the goal is to avoid the midnight man until 3.33 a.m. If your candle goes out, he's near you. You have to relight it in the next 10 seconds. If you're unsuccessful, um, you have to immediately (laughs) surround yourself with a circle of salt. What? If you fail both of these things, he will apparently induce a hallucination of your greatest fear until 3.33 a.m. But if you do light it, then you're still in the game. Weird. And you have to continue until 3.33. You can't turn on your lights or else something horrible happens. Mm. I don't know if this says, but yeah. That's some fucked up shit. (laughs) It says, do not provoke the Midnight Man in any way. Don't don't provoke the Midnight Man, but hear instructions in order to summon him to... <laughs> because, you know, that's fun, right? It also says, don't use another person's blood. <laughs> Just in case you were thinking about it. Just in case. <laughs> oh, my God. That's uh, fucked. What? Even? Yeah. I, I wouldn't do that. That freaks me out. No, that one sounds like I've read some experiences people have had where... They claim, you know, things have happened. Well, but... maybe if we ever release Midnight Moonlight, all you'll have to do is play that song and he'll appear. <gasps> I'm sure he will. <laughs> if anything He'd appear can summon... and turn it off and then leave. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds about right. That sounds about Would right. Would you ever do, like, creepy stuff like that? I mean, okay, so when I was... What are your thoughts? Well, I, I would. I totally would. Um... Like when I when I lived in Boston, we my like my roommates and I well, I had one roommate um who was an animator and she was like really into like drawing witches and stuff and she was just like super creative and an amazing person. And we would just like shoot the shit and just joke around about going down in our basement in our our because we lived on the on the third floor and we had access to our basement um below the first floor, going down there and like having a seance. And um, one night I came home and she like bought Sage and was like, we're ready. And I, I, I was like, what? She sounds like my kind of person. She, she's so cool. She was like, I'm, I miss her dearly, but she graduated and I moved. So we both had to go our separate ways. But anyways, so she let me down. She um, lured me down <laughs> downstairs and I'd There's, be afraid she was like gonna sacrifice me. Or me too. If if we weren't really good friends, I would probably be like, "Girl, you're gonna stab me." Um, but we went down into the cellar downstairs, and this is like an old timey Boston neighborhood, and so this uh, this building was built hundreds of years ago. 
So we go downstairs and there's like a lot of old machine shop equipment and it it just like it it smelled like fucking ghosts down there let me tell you and we like we we had like candles old candles that were really waxy and we lit them and we like um lit the sage on fire and we like had this little seance thing and it was one of the most fun things i've ever done it was so hilarious and then we got drunk afterwards awesome oh that's the best (laughs) have you um have you ever done a ouija board I have, not for a very long, long time. But when I was little, I think one of my sister's older friends had one and I was kind of curious. But um, have you done, have you used a Ouija board recently? And have you had any not experiences? Not re- in high school, but I, I do have an experience. Um, I don't remember if I've told this in another story before. Not not on this, ch- not on this podcast, but mm-hmm. maybe earlier. Um, when I was in high school, me and two other friends... We made a a Ouija board, which is apparently supposed to be like better because you put like you're pouring time and effort into it. Okay. And it somehow helps it or whatever. Okay. So we made one. And then one night we all went over to uh, one of their houses and you're supposed to have like one person writing. Mm -hmm. And then two, the other two of us had our fingers on the thing. Yeah. The little magnifying glass thing. Yeah. Um, and it was freaky. Like, I don't really, I, as much as I love paranormal stuff, Mm -hmm. I don't really believe in any of it. Like, I just really love being scared. Yes. Same, same. I just love it. It's such a thrill. It's such a thrill. Yeah. Right. Um, but this was, this was weird. Something else. Like, um, yeah. Um, some like it started moving we started asking some questions it started moving we asked where it was from it named some like town in germany that like none of us would have known like we were we're dumb high schoolers at this point (laughs) um sorry if you're in high school and you're listening to this if you didn't know you're dumb yet (laughs) (laughs) now you know (laughs) now you know um and then, like, we would, we kept asking questions, and then some, I don't remember what was written down, because we, we, like, burned the paper afterward. We were terrified. Oh, my God. Um, but some, like, German words came up, <gasps> and I know for a fact my friend wasn't moving it. Like, mm. there's no way. And, because at one point, like, barely our fingernails were touching the thing weird and like it was so scary and then finally we asked like what it was there for and it spelled out rape (gasps) and that we freaked the fuck out oh we like my god and like i'm not talking it was going slow i'm talking like zooming what and and like stopping on the places too um and so we like we burned the Ouija board, which I found out <laughs> later. I don't think you're supposed to do. Like, I think that's a really bad thing to do. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> and we like never spoke of it again. Oh my God. That's like, it terrifying. Us. Yeah. Um, oh. And my memory says, I'm, I'm, I think I talked about this back when I did that other podcast I yeah. did. Um, but it, it was, Something along those lines. Oh my god, that's yeah. terrifying. It was, it was, it was weird. Like it would be, it would be one thing for me if 
like it spelled out a town in English that like I didn't really know of, and I was like, okay, right. but like if you're talking to spirits and the spirits talking back to you in German and you don't really know German, something's up. <laughs> I think we actually. Um, I don't think we burned it that time. I think we tried it one more time. Like we brought in another friend mm-hmm. to do it with us. And I don't think anything happened. Weird. Like nothing happened at all. There were four of us that other, that second time. Oh my God. And then I think we burned it. But oh. yeah, it was fucking terrifying. That sounds terrifying. I remember when I was. I'd do it again. I, I would fucking do it again. <laughs> Hell yeah. yeah. I, I'd, I'd do that. <laughs> like. I don't, I don't remember the last time I even touched a Ouija board. I don't think that I ever, like, had, like, used a Ouija board personally, like, knowing what it was. I think I always just kind of mistakenly happened upon someone that was using it or had something or whatever. But I, I, I'd be ready to just use it. Be like, hey, spirits, what up? It's weird, like... Like, as I'm thinking about how I just told that story and, like, people are going to think, oh, he's just not a logical person. <laughs> but <laughs> He's just crazy. He's just crazy. But I don't know. I consider myself to be an extremely down-to-earth, logical, science-based person. Same. And I still try to explain what happened. And it's weird. Something. Some yeah. shit you just can't explain. Some shit just happens. But I... <laughs> Speaking of not being very logical, I remember this has to do with with paranormal shit. When I was younger, my best friend's older brother was really into like medieval mythology and he really liked to fuck with us. And I think maybe my friend and I were were the same age. I think we were probably around maybe eight or nine. We were rather young but extremely gullible. Too young, would you say? Too young. (laughs) I'm gonna gonna send you a bomb in the mail. At (laughs) Amazon.com? The hit single? (laughs) Mm. Okay, go on, sorry. Uh, Anyways. (laughs) Um, So we were extremely gullible. We were Too Young by Joseph Bird's song. Mm -hmm. But um, (laughs) my friend's brother came home one day because he's an asshole with a spell book like a legit fucking spell book from like a bookstore or something. And he told us and we were like, what the fuck is this? And so we waited till the full moon and we started like trying (gasps) to cast spells and shit. And it was so like, I remember it. I remember it, how it, how it felt when I was nine or 10. And I remembering, remembering the moment it felt like so cool. Cause I was like, I have I I know things that other people like don't even know. It's <laughs> <laughs> funny. Aww. So I tried to like cast spells in the moonlight and like of course none of it fucking worked and yeah. It was so funny, but I was like god damn, like I was so stupid, but it was so much fun being so willfully ignorant at that age. But um, I don't know. Speaking of like that and like the curses and stuff, I mm-hmm. recently watched this other horror movie, East Asia. I think this one was Japanese. Now people are going to think I'm racist and I don't know the <laughs> difference between <laughs> Japanese and South Korean movies, but I've just watched so many that it just they, blends together. They literally all blend together. And I also have the worst memories. So there Same. you go. Um, oh, this one, it was Japanese. I think it was called Circle or Ring of curse mm-hmm. ring of curse yes and what was it about 
I'm like, yeah, it was Japanese. I had to look it up, so I had to make sure. Um, it was about this girl who could curse people through her writing. What? Like, if you read what she wrote, you died. <laughs> and she talked about um, how writing is such a personal thing that the amount of energy you're putting into it is, like, the energy that's getting transferred and stuff. And so, it like, twisted into this whole plot. And at the very beginning of the movie, there was this random writing on the screen. Mm-hmm. And by the end of the movie, you find out that that was, like, some of her writing oh. or whatever. And so, but if you transfer the curse to, like, oh, I should have said spoiler alert. Sorry. <laughs> Spoiling the whole movie for everyone. <laughs> but, like, you can transfer it to different people. So, your chances Ooh. of dying go down. Oh. And so, at the beginning of the movie, they were like, sorry, we had to make you read that. Now you're cursed. Oops. But it was, it was <laughs> such an awesome twist. Like, I recommend it totally. That's... Even knowing, like, you would have figured it out halfway through the movie anyway. But yeah. Um, it's, it was a, one of the better movies I've seen. That sounds, f- uh, and you said that it was, it was Japanese, right? Yes. It's called Ring of Curse, Ring or of Curse. I think it's also called Gomenasai. Mm-hmm. Gomenasai. Yeah. Um, um, that sounds so cool. That reminds me of The Ring, which was Japanese, Ringu. Yes. Because, spoiler alert, um, you don't you die video. yeah you watch the video and you don't die if you make someone else watch the video so you transfer the curse right. to someone else in this situation you're still cursed mm. but the the people who are cursed don't die in any particular order oh. so the more people you can get to also be cursed the less your chances are of randomly being selected so you're just in the queue you're in the queue forever. <laughs> and so, like, the girl at the end of the movie was just getting, like, she was sending it to everyone. Oh, my God. So that, well, the the girl who was cursed was sending it to everyone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. Make that shit a viral video. And everyone awesome. will watch it. Yeah. That sounds so cool. We should, uh, we've talked about East Asian stuff almost this entire, <laughs> entire time. But we and should, now we're going to talk we sh- about We should J-pop. talk about, we should talk about perfume <laughs> so we don't forget and we don't leave it for we next should. week. Mm-hmm. But Perfume released their Cling Cling EP and I thought it was going to be underwhelming and I was pleasantly surprised. Yes, same. It's, it was good. Yeah, it was really good. So before they released um, a short version of Cling Cling. Well, first they released Hold Your Hand, which is utter dog shit. Don't listen to it. It's the worst. <laughs> it's the worst. So they released Hold Your Hand. They released like a one minute version of Display and then they released Cling Cling. And then they released the whole EP. So it has the full version of Cling Cling, Hold Your Hand, Display, and this new song, which no one even paid attention to when they released the track listing, however many months ago, called Ijiwaru na Hello. And it is the jam. On the album. Exactly. It is so good. And everyone. It's better than that. I know it's even better than that. Who knew? Even better than that. But me, along with everyone else on the perfume Tumblr tag, which is, Mm -hmm. it's trash, but like it's trash. It is. Fun trash. It's fun trash. Everyone else was as surprised as we were with that Mm -hmm. fucking song because they were like, we thought it was just going to be another pile of hold your hand they th- i shit. thought it was gonna yeah i thought it was gonna be a hold your hand but it, it was is like so good. i would describe it as um have you noticed i think the chords in the song are um 
Jessica Simpson public affair. Oh my God, only you would know that. That's amazing. <laughs> it, it, I think it probably is. It is It is like the exact mix of that song <laughs> and then natural ni koishite. What I will never pronounce that song correctly. My favorite perfume song. It's so good. It's only it's only Joe's favorite because is it is it Kashiyuka that flies in? Kashiyuka flies in at the beginning of the music video, and it is it is the most perfect thing in the world. That's how exactly how I imagine she arrives to everything in life. Yep, she just flies in. Oh my god! But on the whole, I. Because, like, I wasn't really feeling Kling Kling. I wasn't feeling Hold Your Hand. I still think it sounds Russian. I know, it does. I, You know, the more <laughs> I listen to it, I'm like, and because you mentioned that you thought it sounded Russian. I'm like, you know, you're kind of right. But I yeah, like I like the you... full version of Kling Kling more than I all the little snippets that we heard. And I yeah. love the full version of Display. And I love Iji Wado Na Hello. And even mm-hmm. though Hold Your Hand is dog shit, um, that's three out of four. So, I bet they will like spite us and put hold your hand. Is it hold my hand? I see. I don't even know. Because it's I hold your care. hand. Hold your hand. I bet they'll put that on their next album instead and of put like nothing else. <laughs> instead of like 13 tracks of just hold your hand. It's like they did with a Mirai no Museum Ugh, or let's, whatever. Let's not Instead of Hurley Burley. Yeah. Okay. Don't get me started. Hur- yeah. Because Hurley Burley was, was a the B side jam of the entire year. Mm-hmm. RIP. 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 Anyways. So that's your weekly J pop. There's your we weekly J pop. Yeah. We only spent about five minutes on that. Hopefully we didn't oh, kill people. Hopefully. Hopefully you didn't, your ears didn't Ooh. fall off. Less than we've been doing. I don't know where you can even get Kling Kling, but if you go to the perfume tag on Tumblr, people have posted the tracks everywhere. So you can Mm -hmm. listen to it on there. You can listen um, to it. Or you can look up the Kling Kling music video and follow around this stupid little girl for like five minutes. And Yeah, the music video is not great. As she wanders through this weird... It's supposed to be uh, like a... Like a like a pirate market or something or like a treasure I market. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what it is. People were comparing it to Spirited Away. Did you see that? I saw that comparison and I was like, mm, it was no. so stupid in general. Like they were, it was they, like yeah. it was like Nochi looks at the camera, just like the girl in the movie looks at the camera. It, yeah, it was like you are <laughs> stretching like, it uh, yeah, so far. People look at cameras. <laughs> Who knew? Who fucking knew? That's what they fucking do. Oh, my God. Well, anyway, so for the majority of this, we talked about um, that horror movie stuff. But I feel that was good. That was good. So everyone go get freaked out and maybe go get freaked out. Go try. Oh, my God. Go do that. If you live in a tall building, go do the elevator game. Get well, back first to us. you should read the rules online so you know how to get back. You, if it, it has to be happens. official. It, ha- you, it has to be I, I, real. Yeah, I need you to come back and I need you to tell me your experiences. Yes, don't. And I'm gonna don't hit up that girl. Don't talk to her though. I'm gonna spend my remaining time with San Francisco trying to walk into buildings with ten or more floors. Joe, Joe's just gonna walk into the Marriott <laughs> and be like, "Hey, can I use oh your God, elevator?" That's a good idea. I should do that. Don't actually. fucking do that. Oh my god. <gasps> oh my god, yeah, the hotels downtown are like open. <laughs> exactly. I'm gonna go do that. But anyways, so go okay, tr- yeah, go we're, try we're, to do that <laughs> and hopefully you survive by the time we have a podcast next week. Yes, um, hopefully you do. <laughs> but hopefully. So thank you guys for listening. And yeah, thanks for listening. I think we'll we'll be back next week. So see you then. Yep, see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.
Thanks for listening to the show. Subscribe to us on iTunes or via SoundCloud at the show, samandjoe.com. You barely made it through that. I know, I'm about to laugh. <laughs> you can follow me, Sam, at twitter.com slash bitcrunch and at soundcloud.com slash bitcrunch. And you can follow me, Joe. <laughs> overpronouncing. <laughs> at uh. twitter.com slash josephbirdsong or my blog, josephbirdsong.co. We'll see you all next week on... The, the show. show.